Good morning, everyone. It's time for news. All right. I don't know if you're staying or not, Ed, but you're welcome to. It's nearly 70 degrees, overcast and humid here in the Manchester area. The outer bands of Jose about to lash the state with a couple inches of water. Yesterday's primary election in the Queen City produced some interesting results, though I must admit I, your humble political prognosticator, predicted almost every outcome, many of them on my out loud radio voice my chief prediction that mayor ted gatsis would finish a relatively close second to challenger joyce craig was spot on with 5800 votes or 52.7 percent of the vote craig bested gatsis's 4987 uh, or 45.4 percent democrat plant joshua dallaire received 71 votes and perennial candidate glenn willett tallied 138 to account for the remaining fraction of a percent of the ballots cast Following the results, Craig issued a jubilant statement, apparently to everybody but us, saying she was energized by the results. Quote, residents of Manchester said loud and clear they are ready for a change in the mayor's office. We have a lot of work to do, and we will keep knocking doors, making phone calls, and having conversations with voters across the uh, across the city to succeed. In November, also in response, the state Democratic Party issued a statement hailing the results, noting that Craig was the first woman in city history to win a primary and saying that uh, uh, saying they not only spelled doom for Gatsis, but the Republicans statewide party boss Ray Buckley said, among other things, Craig's first place finish was proof that voters, quote, sent a message that they want a fresh approach to politics. If tonight is any indication of things to come in 2018, Governor Sununu and Republicans across the state should be very worried. We've linked to the entire statement. By the way, the statement also said the city was founded in 1751. It wasn't. Manchester became a city in 1846 when it first started uh, electing mayors, but who cares about the facts? For his part, Gatsis remained positive about his prospects in November, issuing a statement saying, quote, I took tonight, I look tonight with great optimism, given that I outperformed my primary performance two years ago. I look forward to the next 40 plus days of hard campaigning, meeting voters and talking about the issues that matter. This will be a hard fought general election where the contrast between our visions for Manchester will be clear. Overall voter turnout was down by more than 10 percent versus the primary two years ago where Gatsis led the field with 5,188 votes or 42 percent. Despite the significant decline in turnout, this primary overlast, Gatsis only lost 201 votes versus uh, 2015. His opposition lost almost 1,200. And in other primaries around the city, the race for Alderman in Ward 1 will feature incumbent Kevin Cavanaugh, who received 1,014 votes to... Uh, 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 versus uh, votes against there we go ward former ward three school board member christopher stewart who received 575 jeff nyan received 151 in ward two will stewart dominated the five-person field scoring 591 votes former school board member bob o'sullivan was a distant second with uh 200 uh, 48. Ryan Richmond finished third with 182. Welfare Commissioner Paul Martineau was fourth with 165. And Tom Svoliantopoulos was last with 88 votes. In Ward 4, challenger Steve Matthew placed first over incumbent Christopher Throw Grandmama out of her house, Herbert, 273 to 231. Jason Hodgden finished 
uh, third with 171 votes. I'm sorry, 107 votes. In Ward 6, Elizabeth Ann Moreau was elected alderman to fill the vacancy created by the resignation of Nick Pappas. She received 537 votes to Peter McCone's 441. Ryan Van Orden finished with 179. Moreau and McCone will duel for the uh, next term in November. In Ward uh, for School Board, incumbent Dan Bergeron received 565 votes and will face challenger John DiPietro, who received 461. Ernesto Pinder finished third with uh, with 75. In Ward 7, Alderman Bill Shea received 402 votes to Brenda Nwiso's 232. Brian Cole was the odd man out with 85. In Ward 8, John John Cataldo surprised the field, placing second with 458 votes to first-place finisher and former Alderman. Betsy DeVries' 505 votes. Ed Sapienza tallied 299. In Ward 9, former Fire Chief James Burkish edged incumbent Barbara Shaw... By just seven votes, 384 to 377, Michael Ricker placed third with 116. In Ward 11, former Alderman Russ Willett topped incumbent Alderman Norm Gamash with 195 votes to 162. Andre Rosa was a close third with 148, and former Ward 12 Alderman Armin Forrest finished with 56 votes. Finally, in Ward 12, incumbent Alderman Keith Hirschman received 394 votes to Hassan Esses, 289. State Rep. Joel Elber was third with 110. Jonathan Barrett was fourth with 52. In the race for school board, Constance Van Houten led the field with 357 votes. Kellyanne Thomas finished second with 323. And former State Rep. Carlos Gonzalez garnered 150 votes lots to discuss stay tuned news from Rome backyard continues after this hi i'm judy lubier of seniors helping seniors in home care join me for our caring for seniors segment on wednesday mornings at 7 40 learn what to look for and what you need to know only on gerard at large Parents at Sauhegan High School are seething over a social studies assignment. Sources who forwarded the assignment to Gerard at Large say that some parents believe it was given to probe which kids come from conservative or Republican families and which come from more liberal leanings. Below are the questions the freshmen had to answer with choices of strongly disagree, undecided, or strongly agree. Question number one, I support a constitutional amendment allowing voluntary prayer in public schools. Number two, monuments to the Confederacy should be removed from public places. Number three, a private business should be able to deny services to a customer based on private business beliefs, i.e. religious beliefs, sexual orientation beliefs, etc. Number four, I support the ability of a woman to have an abortion if she chooses. Number five, the government should raise minimum wage. Number six, I favor lower taxes, even if it means a cut to government spending for social programs, welfare, social security, etc. Number seven, I support the death penalty. Number eight, I support increased gun control, expanding background checks to cover online sales at gun shows. Item nine, a photo ID should be required to be able to vote. Number 10, the National Security Agency should be able to listen to phone calls and read emails of U.S. citizens without a warrant if they believe the person may be involved in terrorist activities. Superintendent Peter Warburton replied to our inquiry on Friday, saying he needed a little time to investigate. When we get the results of his investigation, we'll let you know. 
you want to complain about this and go to the school and meet Mr. Warburton, his name is, don't display or wear a flag. That's news <laughs> from our own backyard. Try to large. <laughs> Hour two is next.